Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sandy joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? It's uh, Dallas by the Flatlanders. Jimmy Dale Gilmore on the vocal. Uh, best song ever about flying into that city or maybe flying into any city. Have you spent much time in Dallas? No, I've been to Dallas a few times, but I wouldn't say I've spent a lot of time there. Um, but 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 it is it is a city I spent a little bit of time in at least for work or for pleasure. What would bring you to Dallas? Um, let's see. I was there for the Cotton Bowl when the University of Memphis oh, was the yeah. Cotton Bowl. Yeah, that was, that was probably the most recent time. I was there for some. I can't remember why we were there. It must have been some other work thing for my wife. But I, but it was a different trip. I remember whenever I went to like Dealey Plaza and did all all that, that. stuff. Um, and then when I was a kid, I went with my dad. We went to like a Rangers game. And so, I've, you know, I've been a few times, but not a lot. And when you think Texas barbecue, is it Dallas? Is it Houston? Is it San Antonio? Is it all the same? Like when you. I think it's more, it's probably more Austin than anything Austin. else. The, so the Austin area, you know. I mean, Lockhart is sort of a famous Texas barbecue town. I think that's a little bit south of Austin. Um, that's sort of that, that area. All right, but but I think I think more Dallas. I think once you get to San Antonio, you're getting more taco territory, more taco really. Territory. Yeah, but that's right. But I think I think Dallas, Austin, Austin. That, that sort of area between. Yeah. Um, all right, so it's the Mavs tonight. It's the Suns tomorrow. Uh, Derek Rose, I presume, plays one of them. You think? What do you think? What do you? What would you? What, how do you imagine? That would Derek be my. Rose that would be, be my guess. Yeah. That that would be my guess. You know, the one time he played a back-to-back, he, was, he didn't. He, would, he did appear again for two weeks. Now, I did. I can't remember which game it was. It must have been the Phoenix game, maybe. It was one game that I covered. I asked Rose about that, actually. I, I did not use that because it was a tangent. But I asked him whether playing that back-to-back led to him being absent for a couple weeks. And he said no. He said he had overdone it in practice that he had, he had tweaked something by practicing too hard, and that's what had him on the shelf for a couple of weeks, that he needed to just change his practice habits in deference to his age. So is that an implication that he will play back-to-backs? It could be. I, I don't – to me, it just seems like not a wise thing for them to do, given his age and injury history, but, but I don't know. No one has said that he won't. And so do you imagine it would be Gilliard back in the lineup if he, if he doesn't? Obviously, he didn't play at all in the last game. Yeah, I don't know what else well, they would do. do. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean right. you could go, like, you know, no, no point guard, but I don't see you doing that for 48 minutes is the thing. So even if you didn't start Gilbert, I, I would say Gilbert would play if Rose did not play. Maybe we'd see some um, Shaq Harrison. Oh, that's a possibility, but he's really, he's only nominally a point guard. Right. He, he can defend the one, but he's not really a guy you want handling the ball much, I don't think. How, how, he might play. How winnable do either of these seem to you? 
um, uh, not very, but like you know, games right. things happen right. in, in games. So so certainly you get a chance to win either of them. You get a chance to win both of them. They're certainly certainly very much sub fifty percent propositions, both for the Grizzlies. You are you are the lesser team in terms of the players on the floor, and you're on the road, and one of them is going to be the second night of a back to back. And so, the, 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 unlike the Utah game, where I think it was actually reason to believe the Grizzlies were going to win that game, to think they should have won that game, and in fact did. The Grizzlies certainly should not win these games, but you got to win some games you're not supposed to. Right. It, it does raise the point. There's been a lot made of oh, their uh, the Marcus Smart uh, 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 outburst, and then the practice where the players took control and the improved communication and all of that. And it does seem to me most of that secondary to the fact that you were playing Utah without Laurie Markkinen, right? Like, how much do you think, how much stock do you put in all of that other stuff that sort of transpired earlier in the week? I I think sports, even more than other subjects, and other subjects are also susceptible, but sports, even more than other subjects, is susceptible to telling a good story regardless of whether the story is true right. or, or not really caring whether the story is true that much. And so it's a good story. Like, you know, Marcus Smart yelled and you change practice and then you see the events and you connect the two and who knows if they're connected. Um, I mean, there may be some connection there. I, I think, I think, I think certainly there was a, all these things are related to the idea of like focusing on your situation and trying to change your situation. Um, which I think, you know, they've been doing, but I think I, I think you could feel the pressure building of like a 1-8 home record and all of this. And so I think that had a way of focusing attention. And, and maybe all these things are sort of manifestations of focusing attention. So I, I believe that, you know, that, 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 that they have refocused their attention, but like you can refocus your attention and still get run off the floor. Um, and so, and so we'll, we'll see. Um, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think stuff like that magically changes the reality of your team beyond what your talent base is. Yeah, to the extent that it would, it would be if the problem was a lack of uh, attention or energy or commitment or fury or whatever it is. Um, if that stuff, then if all of a sudden you played harder or what? what, what yeah, really, that's it. But the truth of the matter is, and maybe in the three games where they're blown out by twenty each, we saw some of that creep in they played plenty hard against boston you know like it was it hasn't yeah, all been, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I actually i'm not sure that boston game isn't still the best game they played this season even including the utah one um but but they did not you know the, the next three games you know you did there was a sense of resignation in those right. games and there was a sense of like you know hang your head and I think I think they got they sort of got past that. Now Utah helped them get past that, and right. Dallas may not help them, and Phoenix may not help them. Um, but you know we'll see. I mean Grizzlies are you know will be should be the underdogs in both of these games. These teams are good, but these teams are not great. These are these are teams with great players. It's Luka Doncic is a great player, and Devin Booker's a great player. They are both legitimately MVP level good players right now. But the rest of the team on the floor around those players, I don't know whether Durant's going to play or not. Durant's a different category, too. But otherwise, the rest of those teams aren't that great. The Dallas team's not that great. They, just, they got Luka, you know? That, that's basically it. Um, as you look around the league, do you think about who might spring loose and who the Grizzlies might want to pursue when the, you know, when it comes to time to possibly trade to bolster the roster? I, I haven't spent a lot of time on that just because I, I don't – I, I think that is with anything significant happening anytime soon or for the Grizzlies are very slim. 
that is that stuff that stuff is starting to percolate because what happens is mid mid December is a there's a there's a date in mid December in which the the pool of players who are eligible to be traded expands and that's when people start talking about the stuff and so that that's why you're sort of hearing more chatter leading up to that you know there's been some rumors out there about about Luke Kennard or John John Conchar could they be available basically any kind of team's bad rumors pop up about could these guys be available. And to go in the other way, it's like, could Laurie Markkinen be available for Utah? People want to grizzly trade for Laurie Markkinen. And I'm not here to tell you that's a bad idea, but it's just, it's just, to me, I'm not there yet. I, I could I could force myself to be there. If you'd give me a heads up, I would have thought about <laughs> no, no, it. No, no, no. But, but, but that's not where my head's at right now. Yeah, I was more curious about whether you were or not. Like, if it had a, yeah, I'm trying to get a list of names here. It is. It does feel like now, it's also teams sort of are getting a stock of what has happened with their season, and so they're right. adjusting accordingly. But the Grizzlies haven't. They can't, really, you know, and so I, that's why yeah, I think... I don't think, yeah. I don't think they're in a hurry to do anything meaningful until Ja comes back. Now, could Ja's return be be an instigation to do something minor? Yeah, it could. Like, like if you get a player, let's just make something up. It's just out there in hoop side. John Conchar, right? If there are teams that actually want John Conchar and would like, you know, give you give you a second round pick or two for Conchar, do you do that to free up your roster spot and like just add something and then like you know, instead of just eating money of Kittle Lofton or whatever, like something like that, like wouldn't shock me if it's available to do. But I don't think the Grizzlies are looking to do anything major anytime soon. I think they got a good job back and assess assess their teams. So we talked briefly uh, about Orlando, a team that is uh, that is out uh, outstripping expectations this year. A team that is not is the Detroit Pistons, winless in yep. November. Uh, they obviously have had high draft pick after high draft pick after high draft pick. Uh, and there's some players there who, you know, Cade Cunningham certainly seems like an attractive player, right? Uh, but um, what do you make of what has gone wrong in Detroit? So the Cade thing is interesting because when he came, he was, I think it was the number one pick of that draft, right? Yep. And so, so when he came out of that draft, there was a real discussion. The discussion wasn't like, will he be good or not? Everyone thought he was going to be good. But it was a, is he going to be Luka or is he going to be like a Chris Middleton? Meaning, is he going right. to be... The guy who is he going to be an all-star level lead ball handler who your offense runs through, or is he going to be more of a secondary ball handler, wing scorer who needs to be your number two, number three guy? And you know he's had so many injury problems and the team's so bad. I don't know if you draw a firm conclusion, but it's certainly the idea that he is the guy. He is like your offensive hub. That he is, you know, what Luca is to Dallas, or what John Moran is to the Grizzlies, or Kyrie's Halliburton is to Indiana, or De'Aaron Fox is to. Sacramento, on and on and on. And when you're building a team, your, your first thing you want is to get that guy. Like this, this is the guy. And it doesn't seem like he's the guy. I mean, that, maybe that will change, but that's the real problem in Detroit right now is they, they don't have the guy. I think Jalen Duren's a great young center. I, I think Osir Thompson's a really interesting young like role player forward. But they took three lottery pick stabs at lead guards, Killian Hayes, uh, uh, Jaden Ivey, Kate Cunningham, and it doesn't look like any of those guys is going to be like the guy your offense. They could run an offense on a good team. And so that's the problem. Well, and without Bogdanovich, they've got no shooting. He's about to make his return. And so that will right. obviously help. It is amazing. if you. 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If you want uh, some confirmation as to how hard it is to draft in the NBA, all you have to do is look at the Pistons roster, not just for their own yeah. picks, not just for their own picks, but like Killian James Hayes. James Wiseman and Marvin Bagley. Yeah, yeah. Marvin, Bagley right, Marvin Bagley and James yeah. Wiseman are on that team. They've actually hit on some of their own picks. Like Sasser's been pretty good for where he was taken, obviously. Jalen Dern, good. Uh, Cade Cunningham, yeah. whatever, is fine. I don't think any. Uh, Thompson, although he was taken out of the starting lineup last night. It's hard. Yeah, but but as a as a rookie, twenty games yeah, or fifteen games, exactly yeah, he, right. he looks good. You also have yeah. Kevin Knox on that team. He's another lottery pick. Who like they, you got them all. Right. All you have to know is look at that team and see how hard it is to. And Wiseman, by the way, had a DNP last night. Uh, well, this, this is why for all the Grizzlies' current problems, you got to step back and say, okay, yes, you have John Morant who's twenty four, and J- Jaron Jackson is twenty four, and Denzel Bader is twenty five, and they're all under contract for two more years after <laughs> this one at a minimum, and like. For a team that's that's in a bad place record wise, they're they're still in a pretty good place fundamentally, you know. With, with that, Do you they're want- not searching for like who can be who can be the number one guy who can lead a good team. They got it. Who can be the the secondary scorer on a good team? They got it. Who can be you know a starting big who can anchor a defense and and and, 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 and be a meaningful scorer? They got it. Like they they got this stuff. They just have all these issues around it right now. Have you ever wanted Bogdanovich or Alec Burks also on that team? Uh, oh, I the- wanted Alec Burks last year. That's why I wanted them to trade <laughs> right. for instead of instead of Luke Kennard, um, just because I think he can he can like handle the ball and make plays and run pick and roll and stuff like that. But like you know, I, I, that's a coin flip. Like they're both similar level yeah. players, really. Um, Bogdanovich, sure, but just it's it never seemed like you know the. Um, that what it would have cost Detroit seemed like they, 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 they wanted too much to move him, and, and obviously they, they have it at this point. But for the right price, yeah, sure, he'd be a nice guy to have. Uh, you have another piece up, which I was intrigued by, unsolicited advice for the new barbecue uh, contest. There was a 
I don't know when that came out. So last week there was an announcement. It was that, like it was around Thanksgiving when yeah, it sort of that, popped up out of the blue. Yeah. The old barbecue fest is moving to the fairgrounds, and they have announced that there's going to be a new barbecue festival the same weekend or the same week uh, on the river. And it is interesting that this produced an explosion on social media of the infamy that they would dare to do such a thing, and they're obviously out to screw the old barbecue, ta- whatever, and whatnot. Um, and so we've got we've got dueling barbecue contests. Um, what uh, tell the folks what your advice was? People can read the piece over at the Daily Memphian. What is your advice, and what are your general thoughts well, I, on this matter? I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's a good idea or, or something right. that's needed or necessary. And I'm sort of surprised that it's happening. I, I thought, given all the problems with the barbecue contest at Tomley Park, that, that the River Parks people would just sort of you know wipe their hands of that and say, "Good riddance. Okay, we're moving on." I don't think they would try to bring another one in. Um, so I don't think I'm not sure it's a good idea. I, I'm not sure it's a, if it, to, to do it as, in the form of a contest where you're like competing with prize money and competing for teams all that. I'm not sure it's a good idea either. But but like that ship has sailed. That's what they're doing. My thing is that if you're going to do it, try to do something different. Don't don't, don't just try to like be. We're going to be a better version of, of the exact same thing. And I think I think to me, I would want it to be more more akin to a festival or celebration than a contest. And I would want it. And they use the word in their press release or whatever, we were, we were going to be more inclusive. And that's a buzzword. But to me, that's the key to the whole thing. It's like the, the, the Memphis M.A. barbecue contest, for better or worse, and it's both, you know, it's a successful thing, whatever. But it's basically just a series of private parties for the most part. And it sort of has the feel of like a college football tailgate situation. You know, it's not it's not that welcoming to people who aren't sort of on a team or whatever. But then beyond that, it's, Frankly, it's just, and I, I've been on a team, so I'm not, I'm not like taking myself out of this. It's true of the team I was on, but it, it's basically just like a middle class to upper middle class, like white people hanging out drinking beer, like you know, in their tents kind of thing. It doesn't, it's not really representative of barbecue culture in Memphis in any kind of larger sense. And so, I would want, I would try to do something that's a little bit more inclusive and representative of barbecue culture, and that's less just sort of this like. The one good phrase in the whole thing I wrote was the archipelago of private parties, which is more the. Um, <laughs> I did like that phrase. Yes. Yeah, that, that's, that's the only thing I had basically. Um, um, the rest of it, I don't know. I, I but, was. But I would ahead. not try to replicate that. Is my was my, my my basic point. That begs the question, of course, and maybe you haven't thought this. What does that mean? Like, what does what if it's not an archipelago of private parties? What is it? Um, that's a good. I, that's a good question. I would try to bring, I would try to get like you know, get like pains involved and cozy corner involved and like you know barbecue right. shots involved and maybe I'd try to bring in Rodney Scott you know from Charleston as like a, a featured guest or whatever. I'd, I I would make it you know I would try to do more beyond barbecue like other like southern food kind of stuff and southern music and culture. Um, I, I'd have it more of a cultural festival around barbecue as culture than, than, than you know, it's than like, you know like, a beer and barbecue tailgate kind of thing. If you look at our festival... But again, fest- I, I, probably, I wouldn't do it at all, though. <laughs> that's, I, I, that's, first of all, by the way, to that point, I'm kind of surprised myself because the whole idea was um, barbecue fest caused too much trouble like there's too much grease in the in the you know in the in the whatever right, in the aquifer right. in the, in the in, everywhere and people hauling their stuff in and out it just tore up the park in a way that music fest 
Did not, because Music Fest, the people who are moving out with their stages are professionals. Here, it's a bunch of people right. with a grill, and they're pouring their grease wherever, and it, so why do we need it at all? I'm stunned by that, that they had it at all. I'm trying to think of our other festivals. Italian Fest is a contest as well, right? I mean, I've been well, a judge. So there used contest. to be, and I almost brought this up, and it's too much of a tangent. Most people will know what I'm talking about. But for years, there was a festival that happened downtown Memphis every August. That was called the Memphis Music and Heritage Festival. It was uh-huh. held by the Center for Southern Folklore. And that festival was great. And it sort of went away because the Center for Southern Folklore sort of died out. But that had a real spirit of like, you know, like real down-to-earth Southern culture. There's, there's more music and arts and crafts kind of stuff, not a food component. But like there's nothing more – if there's anything more intrinsic to Southern culture than music, it's food. And so to me, bringing those things together and really like celebrating like barbecue as Memphis and Southern culture and bringing other Memphis and Southern culture into it to be at least would be more interesting counter programming than just trying to replicate the same thing that, by the way, is still going to exist just somewhere else. Right. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks. You can read Chris's piece on this over at the Daily Memphian. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.